Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. and beyond welcome in to the phly phillies podcast jamie lynch renee washington here in our studio b as uh the ants in my pants are starting to get real uh as we are approximately what uh math is not my strong suit uh three hours and 45 minutes away yeah yeah Okay. Yeah. Three hours, 45 minutes. Uh, I think I'm going to need a beer after the show to uh, calm my nerves and my brain. I'm feeling extra stupid today, uh, but I think it's just the effects of Red October uh, coming, crashing down on us after a couple days off there. I didn't know what to do with myself, Renee, with all the uh, kind of adrenaline we've had this past week. Having two days off there on Friday and Saturday was like, whoa, what's going on? Uh, And now we find ourselves right back in it. How you feeling? What's the vibe check this morning? What's the gut telling you? You know, uh, sometimes you got to read yourself in the universe a little bit. Uh, we feeling good? Everything good? I didn't wake up feeling good, but I feel good now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I got there. Listen, it's exciting. It's it's game one. It's the start of a new week, the start of a new series. It's yeah. Bryce Harper's 31st birthday. Welcome to the 31 Club, Bryce. And uh, it's a great day to to win. It's a great day to knock off the Diamondbacks. We've been talking about, it feels like for a very long time, closing out the Braves series, talking about that, talking about the Diamondbacks. And we were all off on Friday for Tyler and I talking on Friday. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was kind of like family just, wedding. Yeah, it was just it was just weird to have days of no games to watch, yeah. no games to talk about, and just kind of waiting around. So uh, I'm I'm tired of waiting. You know, you talk about the ants in your pants doing a funny dance. Yeah. I mean, it's time for us to get going. And it's annoying that it's an 807 start, so we're waiting yeah. some more. But we're getting closer, as you yes. talk about. Yes, and Eugene Krabs, <laughs> Greg MC, Jose, Corey, RC, Patrick Glenn, Joseph, Kyle Kairos, all you people in there, uh, I'm right there with you. You know, the Eagles kind of put a little damper on uh, last night and this morning. We are wiping the slate clean, and it is NLCS day. We 
may have somebody that works here. I don't know how we got hired here. Mm. I feel like a prerequisite for working here is that you have to be a fan of the right teams. You don't have to be preferably Philly teams, but if you're a non-Philly sports fan, you've got to be a fan of, well, no, there's no exception. The only reason Jets fans don't bother me is because it's a a loser franchise. I kind of sympathize with them. Uh, in their losing ways and uh-huh. decades of not having quarterbacks. It was a big day for them. They can have their win. It they was. can enjoy the spoils. Listen. Uh, but ultimately, we, we know Jets fans are just jealous of Eagles fans. <laughs> there's a Jet, there's, <laughs> to the Jet fan that's in the studio right now that can't speak up for themselves, yeah. Chris, uh, yeah, we're coming at you. But look, it's like Washington last year, yeah. the Jets this year. We're moving on. Yeah, scoreboard. We're moving on. Screw because Robert today Sala. Screw the Jets. The and screw Zach Allen, even though he's local and um, I, I'm sure they're very nice people uh but the story of tonight is obviously we'll get to the offenses we all know the stories there maybe not so much about the diamondbacks uh but it comes down to two big game pitchers tonight when you have zach wheeler versus zach gallon uh on the mound tonight now we know just listening nationally to baseball pundits and guests and interviews and podcasts all around i still think there's a degree of underrating Zach Wheeler uh, that exists out there. Um, And if you look over the last three seasons, he's been just about as consistent, as good as anyone out there. Um, So Zach Wheeler has a huge spot tonight Uh, in his career versus the Diamondbacks. He's coming in with a record of six and three all time, a sub three ERA of 2.96 and 69. Nice strikeouts in 11 appearances in his career versus the diamondbacks um you know i couldn't leave that one alone um so he has historically done very well against the diamondbacks this diamondbacks team though is um kind of not supposed to be here and when you're playing a lineup when Tommy Pham is hitting home runs for them, like he was against the Dodgers and they mashed versus the Dodgers. That's why they're here. Their top four in the order is no joke. Uh, you have the NL rookie of the year. Uh, you have a local kid in Christian Walker, uh, who can mash the ball. Um, you know, you have some real talent at the top of the order with Kettle Marte. They have some flexibility there to, to flip the, the lineup based on right-handed left-handed. Uh, it's, it's not, uh, you know, coming into play there in the first two games with two righties going for the fills. Uh, but Tommy fan, Christian Walker, Kettle Marte and Corbin Carroll is a, is a legit one through four. Uh, the Phillies have a huge advantage five through nine. So it's all going to kind of come down to how does Zach Wheeler, in my opinion, handle these top four guys. Uh, and if he can, if he can navigate those four, uh, the Phillies, I think are in really good shape. I mean, this is a team that is young and up and coming and maybe too dumb to know uh, the situation they're in. Uh, but I fully expect Zach Wheeler to go out and handle business for now. Yeah. And I read that Zach and Aaron Nola combined have a one seven five ERA in 25 and two third postseason innings, um, which Love is averaging that. over six innings per outing between the two of them. And the numbers that they've performed as the one, two punch have been phenomenal. And it's, we're going to need it to start again, game one today, game two tomorrow, because not only do have the Phillies hit 13 home runs in the postseason so far, so have the diamondbacks. This is a team that offensively ha- there's, they can be scary at times. And we talked about it on Friday and we all know this is, a, this is not going to be a cakewalk, uh, you know, at all. This is definitely a, a, going to be a good matchup because you have a very hungry Diamondbacks team back in the NLCS for the first time since 2007. They did get swept in that series. I don't predict this to be a sweep, but I also, um, 
I, I think we're we're in for a very different type of a Diamondbacks team. They don't they won't really have the pressure on them. They've already exceeded what many would expect them to have done, sweeping the Dodgers and being undefeated coming into this series. And it's time for them to get a, an L finally. It's time for somebody to finally knock them off. And I I I do feel like this is where the Phillies talent, experience, depth, those types of intangibles are going to be a difference because I I feel like, you know, in terms of the actual performance that we've seen this season from the Diamondbacks, the numbers are great without a doubt. But in this point in the stage, in this stage of the game, I should say, I feel like having had a World Series run last year, having guys that have won a World Series, obviously not with the Phillies, but with other teams, you know, those that experience, that championship experience and that taste of coming so close can be a huge difference maker in a series like this against a team that's just bright eyed and bushy tailed and happy to happy to be there essentially. So I do feel like this series is going to be a little bit more back and forth than what the Braves was where we were dominating the Braves in all but two innings, but I'm still confident heading into today. Yeah. Uh, somebody in the chat just said, you know, the diamondbacks between losing Walker Bueller, uh, Urias. Yeah. Bueller, Urias, situation. You know yeah. I know that movie. <laughs> Everybody knows that movie. I don't know. I mean, you didn't respond and Bueller. I was like, um, <laughs> you can't calmly say Bueller without Bueller. <laughs> uh, so I mean, you're right. And then you look at Clayton Kershaw's performance and he just imploded. So yeah. the Diamondbacks did mash, but they didn't face anyone. That's the caliber of Zach Wheeler Bingo. and Aaron Nola in the first two games. Um, so that happened in a little bit. We're going to be joined by a colleague of ours from out in Phoenix, Derek Montilla, who covers the Diamondbacks to get a little bit of their perspective. And don't worry, I'm going on their channel later to give it to them. So uh, I got your back, Philadelphia. Uh, and one of the X factors before we get into Zach Gallen, I thought this was an awesome quote from uh, Rob Thompson a little bit ago, uh, courtesy of John Clark. He said, I think this team really responds to the energy in the ballpark. We really didn't see it until we got to the playoffs last year, but then we saw the other side of the passion that our fans have. I feel the same way. I feel the energy come through me as well. I think it's the best fan base in maybe all of sports. Um, not going to lie. That gives me a little bit of the goosebumps uh, because, I, I, you know, all you have to do is step foot in that park and realize it's unlike anything else in baseball. Uh, it's intoxicating. Dodger Stadium is, a, you know, a really good fan base. And you might get jumped and stabbed if you wear the other team's colors uh, walking out of there. I just don't want people to forget that. Uh, but it's nothing like Philadelphia. I have to take my shots at other cities where I can, Rena. You got to represent. Of course. And you guys are taking shots in the chat at our fat head back here with Jalen Hurts. He does kind of look like he's just standing in the corner, doesn't he? Well, also they were saying. Um, the pennant under him looks like a body or something. It does. It really does. It is now. It. I can't unsee it. It does look like Jalen's just hanging with us. Unfortunately, Jalen, three interceptions yesterday. You guys, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the other number three that we are very excited about. And that's our number three, MV3 uh, and Bryce that we're going to get into. Uh, Kyle K. Kairos, Bryce, Bryce, baby. Is that a, are we Are we putting that to some to a beat? Bryce, Bryce, <laughs> that's baby. Your, that's your department. Stop, no, I know the song, but I... I Guys, go ninja, go I didn't ninja, know if you were ready for me to jump right in because, you know, I, I always bring the music here. Um, but it is when you look at the the X factor of being at Citizens Bank Park and how it's it's lifts the team. I, I just always talk about how contagious it is. You know, having fans standing on their feet for inning after inning after inning, having them backing you, cheering you, no matter what's going on cheering everything. We cheer the little things just like we cheer the home runs. You know, yeah. this is a ballpark that 
for our fans, we're always going to come in and bring the noise. We're going to be supportive. We're going to have fun with it. And that is contagious. The guys feel that. And I know they talk a lot about their celebrations and, you know, all that they do in the dugout for each other. It's it's from the fans to the dugout to the diamond. And it to have that energy, when you look at other teams and you watch them make get a hit and their guys are just kind of like, yay. Like, that's yeah. so lame. That's so boring. Yeah, you get a hit and everyone's rowdy and they're jumping out of the dugout and there's or, you know, standing on oh, it, it's whatever. Insane. It's insane. And it makes you more hyped up to keep making plays. And, you know, you see the little extra pep in the step, the smiles, the high fives. The, yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, I heard Jeff Francoeur on the radio this morning um, with some old colleagues of mine. And he said something that kind of got me fired up. He said, I really think Bryce Harper became this clutch alpha male because of Citizens Bank Park. He thinks mm. he thinks he was always that guy, but when he was in Washington, you know, the team won after he left. Everybody knows that. Uh, he was just an okay playoff performer. He didn't have a ton of chances at it with the team. He was just okay, uh, certainly not great. And Jeff Rancourt like really thinks that players. he feeds off of what Rob Thompson just said, uh, that tenacity, that that environment in the playoffs. Because over the last two years, he has become one of the most clutch players in all of baseball, if not the most clutch. End of story, just shut down the debate. Uh, I thought it was really interesting that Francourt thinks that's Bryce's response hmm. to us. And and I was just I was in my car driving the girls to school and I was like, yeah, I was like kind of like punching the roof like it fired me up because if if an ex player is saying that then it's not just BS that uh, you know us fans want to believe. Yeah, well, when you look at Bryce's career and I know for his birthday there's been so many things that have been coming out today in 12 seasons Two-time MVP, Rookie of the Year, seven-time All-Star, two-time Silver Slugger, and a Home Run Derby champ, and then, of course, 2022 NLCS MVP. And for Bryce, when you look at all that he's accomplished, it still feels like the best is yet to come. And yeah. I know Bryce has talked about not feeling any pressure because he's like, I dealt with all that pressure when I was a kid, and now I, I don't yeah, feel I any of that it. pressure. Like, you can see him when he's playing. He's just having fun with it. His he, greatness his deserves a ring. It, it does. Is the and even in line. his yeah. responses and, and his mannerisms, he's got, some, he's got some Philly in him now. And as we know, Philly, it's a different breed of toughness and that underdog, like that grit, like that uh, yeah. in you. And Bryce is adding that in, to his game of already being – a great player that you now add in that every time he steps on the field, he's got a little more swag. His celebrations have a little more oomph to him. Yeah. So I do feel like Philly has rubbed off on him and it yeah. has in and, a great way. And the stadium is a great segue to our next guest whose team, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks has to step into that stadium tonight. Uh, and Rob Thompson and Bryce Harper have talked about that environment and how it gets them fired up. Oh God. Is this oh my gosh! <laughs> Let's welcome in from our <laughs> from our colleagues uh, station PHNX out west, Derek Montillo from the Diamondback Show with the Diamondback snake around the neck. <laughs> Derek, how are we feeling out in Arizona, man? We're feeling great. We are feeling great out here in Arizona. We are in a position that we never expected to be in. So I think, uh, as far as our two franchises are concerned. Uh, we couldn't be uh, in in a different spot as far as like expectations this year. I know you guys uh, did some wonderful things last year. We often talk about the Phillies like making the wild card spot seem like the true dream could happen, where anything can happen as long as you get in the playoffs. Uh, and that's now the story that happened this year with the Diamondbacks. So uh, it's it's been a lot of fun to cover this team all season long, but. 
honestly, this run that they've had in the playoffs has been like magic. It's been unexpected. It's been incredibly uh, impressive. And, and did, it did come out of nowhere for a team, honestly, that has struggled at times, especially offensively, uh, this year to do some of the things they've done in the playoffs. So, uh, Derek, uh, a local kid, Zach Allen, he's from like uh, seven miles across the bridge here. Christian Walker's another local kid. Uh, but Zach Allen gets the honor of taking the mound in that environment tonight. He had a phenomenal year. There's no denying it. He's pitched well against the yeah. Phillies. He was, it seemed to be leaking a little oil in the month of September, but clearly got that back together in the playoffs. Uh, was what's the vibe out there amongst Diamondbacks fans for Zach Gallen, not in, just in general in Citizens Bank Park in his hometown? How's everybody feeling out there? I, I think the one concern is that Gallen's splits this year during the regular season were uh, vastly different on the road versus at home. He was nearly unhittable at Chase Field and on the road. You just didn't know what you were going to get out of Gallon. But like you said, I mean, he really did get it together, especially in the playoffs. The Diamondbacks need Zach Gallon and, and Merrill Kelly. That's that's just the fact here. They need them to pitch their absolute best uh, in order for them to have a chance, not only in this series, but for them to continue to have a chance uh, in the playoffs. They really, their one weakness uh, as the regular season kind of went on was the fact that they just didn't have very much depth at starting pitching. So Zach Gallon has really been the guy. So is Merrill Kelly, as far as this team is concerned, that like uh, that that got them here, you know. And especially once the playoffs start, they knew they had to, they were going to have to have have a big workload, and they knew they were going to be called upon a lot. But uh, both of those guys have been incredible. Zach Gallon is just raising his stock, and uh, I mean, he is becoming one of the best pitchers in baseball consistently year after year. So he's just been an incredible surprise for this team that that traded for him not too long ago and and traded one of our best prospects in Jazz Chisholm for him. So it's like, you know, you're just you're just happy that now you're able to get somebody that is an absolute all-star for this team and has been leading the way, uh, especially during the postseason. Now, Derek, first of all, this is giving me vibes like when you're at the family reunion or the cookout and there's the the competitive cousin that you're yes. like battling yes. <laughs> i feel like you guys are the competitive the cousins that was like every every game everything becomes that much more of a challenge um so i, I love that you, you're bringing the, the vibes onto the show now it's incredible to see and i hate to use the word incredible but it is the way that the diamondbacks have gotten better in the postseason from the bullpen yeah. i mean i saw 18th that you guys are ranked in the regular season in era and now your relievers a 177 era in the postseason so also the yeah. fact that you're averaging six runs per game um, in the postseason, you know, what do you think clicked for this group that's really elevated their play that they've caught a lot of people by surprise? This bullpen isn't the same bullpen that pitched for this team most of the year. There were a lot of changes. The Diamondbacks parted ways with like Andrew Chafin and a couple of other pieces that were kind of had a big role in the bullpen. They brought on Paul Seawald via a trade with the Seattle uh, Mariners. And that just from from I, I, you'll talk to a lot of guys in the bullpen from the minute that they got Paul Seawald, everything just clicked prior to that. Tori was just doing a like closer by committee situation, which didn't really allow anybody to know what their role was or what their role was going to be on any given night. And that, I mean, it, it just caused a lot of, I, I guess, uh, you know, lack of, lack of, you know, knowing what your job is. Baseball players are a creature of habit. They want to be locked in. They want to know when they're going to come in, what their role is expected to be. And sometimes it's a bit unnerving when all of a sudden you figure out that your role is going to be to come in in the ninth inning in a one run game when you didn't necessarily expect that to be the case. 
Uh, Paul Seawald really made everybody like from that point on, you know, you got Kevin Ginkle as their setup man. It allowed a couple of other guys that they uh, kind of moved into the bullpen. Uh, Ryan Thompson that they got after uh, the Tampa Bay Rays DFA'd him. They called up Andrew Salfrank. Both of those guys uh, as the season closed out were just lights out for this team. And, and again, very unexpectedly uh, unexpected that those guys were going to be as good as they were. So realistically, I think the bullpen that has has been so good in the playoffs is a bullpen that it didn't have a lot of time to come together, um, but they've kind of gelled well, especially now that they've had a chance to to be here in the postseason. Yeah, Derek, you're getting a uh, a lot of compliments on the chat on your very sexy voice. Yeah, uh, so some people. Oh, I appreciate here. that. Yeah, Thank you. so you Thank got you. a couple fans. We also went with playoff stashes. Uh, so so far undefeated with playoff stashes. Yeah. So I'm on board with that as well. Uh, so there's no doubt, Derek. One of the guys we absolutely have to worry about, not only in the batter's box, but also when he gets on the base path, is uh, the probable NL Rookie of the Year, Corbin Carroll. Um, I guess. Break us, break them down for us a little bit um, in terms of, you know, Phillies fans haven't seen him a ton. Well, we did see him in the one series earlier this year. Uh, phenomenal year, 52 stolen bases, I believe. A left-handed hitter can kind of do it all. He's an up-and-coming stud in this league. Uh, what should we be looking for with Corbin Carroll, and how aggressive is he going to be on the base pass? Well, I refuse to tell you any of his weaknesses, whether that be emotional or physical, but I will tell you that everything about Corbin Carroll uh, has been like, again, the, this entire season has been about this team exceeding expectations. Corbin Carroll, we knew he was going to be a good player. We were excited to see what we were going to get out of him. We thought maybe we were going to get, you know, the speed that we got, the amount of stolen bases. We didn't think that we were going to get an, a, a historic season where he hit 25 home runs and stole over 50 bases and and was the first rookie in major league baseball to do that right i think the thing that was impressive about him the most was his consistency i mean he he had a slump just like every player has a slump but he didn't slump bad enough for the team to need to send him down or or bench him or anything like that he got moved around in the starting lineup a bit and things like that but he really figured things out and i feel like as the season went on and they were more and more comfortable with him being higher up in the lineup he started really becoming kind of a catalyst for the offense. He could get things started, like you said, in a lot of different ways, uh, getting on base, you know, stealing bases, doing things like that, like just everything about him. He's just been uh, an, an incredible, an incredible player, but he really has emerged as a leader on this team. It, it's wild because he spent a considerable amount of time while he was injured at one point uh, in the diamondback system, you know, studying with scouts. And he's attributed a lot of his success to the fact that he was able to spend a lot of time with major league scouts and pick their brains and get a lot of information from them. Uh, and, and he's just kind of translated it over into his career. He's a student of the game. He loves baseball more than he loves anything else. I mean, I, I, I just recently found out that his nickname is the machine and I, it, I lost my mind because I was like, Oh my God, I need to start calling him that all the time. And it's very applicable because the man just, he, he just loves baseball. And when you hear his peers talk about him and you hear people that are in the organization talk about him, I, I think the thing that they always talk about is his commitment to getting better each and every day. I think that's a cliche that some players like say, but they wish you could just chill out a little bit. You, you, definitely I know, get those, you, you can <laughs> yeah. pick up on that in the way that yeah. Corbin plays. So that actually makes sense. The machine. Um, but listen, I know somebody in the chat was saying, because you, you brought out the snake that Jamie's going to have to bring out a, uh, yeah. a fanatic boa um, that he's yes. going to have to wear some sort of like, yeah, but we do have a fun wager for those of you guys that are tuning Let's in go. that, that we're going to, we're going to make it happen. Whoever's team loses this series has to wear 
the winner's merch yeah. on the show. We don't know how long though. We didn't we didn't work out the details. I will buy a we're, Diamondbacks hat if they win. Yeah, and we're gonna for... have to rock the wh- whoever whoever loses has to rock the winner's opponent. So uh, you know, prepare to buy some Phillies gear essentially. But I know you're gonna <laughs> be picking for the Diamondbacks obviously to win. So yes, this is a loaded question. But what are your predictions in terms of the series? How many games? And tonight's game specifically. I, you know, I, I, I'm already thinking about the Rangers. I got to be honest. Sorry, guys. But I will say that uh, uh, obviously, no, I think I think that if the Diamondbacks do have a chance, uh, it's going to have to be to take advantage of their home games. If they can steal one and steal one in Philly, I feel like the Diamondbacks can do it, you know, uh, in five. I think they can. I, I think, though, that the the one unexpected factor is your environment is incredible. Your fans are incredible. And I absolutely wish we had that you know, every single game. I think that's the difference, but chase field during the playoffs is a different place. And, uh, I, I, I think that the fans are going to come out. We haven't had a chance to have a lot of playoff games and I think it's going to be uh, a pretty raucous environment, uh, as well for the diamondbacks. So I'm going to say diamondbacks in five. All right. Awesome. Well, Derek, we appreciate you hopping on. I'm going to hop on your show a little bit later yes. uh, to chop it yeah. up with you guys out there. So, uh, you know, look, we don't hate you guys yet by any stretch of the imagination, but just give us that opportunity and we'll hate away. Sure. It's, it's, sure. It's I, I would absolutely love to cross the line with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll say it's good we had this conversation before game one because had we had this in between games, totally Correct. different experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gonna, the vibes are going to be different. No more smiles, no more laughs, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I yeah. look forward to it. It's going to well, be a lot so of fun. So, uh, on, Derek. You, do, you guys do great work out there at PHNX, our sister station, uh, and, and keep up all the good work out there. Appreciate it. Look forward to talking to you guys again. All right, see you soon. Uh, that was Derek Montillo from our sister station out in Phoenix. Uh, yes, I, you know, he said it. One of the big storylines is yeah. the stadiums. Um, and the Diamondbacks are going to have to split in Philadelphia if they have any real chance. Uh, Zach Gallon tonight does have a good career record versus the Phillies. Tyler made a graphic we'll get to in a second, uh, but in his career, he's 3-1 with an ERA of 2.22, 24 strikeouts and five appearances versus the Phils. So his strikeout numbers aren't huge, uh, but here's some of his splits in the one start this year versus the Phillies. He only made a five and two thirds, which can be uh, good Two earn runs a solid five hits, three K's. So wasn't mowing people down uh, the last month. Uh, he was four and one, 28 innings pitched with a, uh, just north of three ERA, 29 K's. There's this splits lefty versus righty, uh, you know, Left-handed hitters uh, normally or naturally, I would say righty versus lefty, slightly better, but he's pretty consistent throughout. Uh, So the left-handed batters, luckily for the Philadelphia Phillies, they have a bunch of those. Power numbers are up and strikeouts are down. Uh, So that is something to keep an eye on. Uh, And he finished sixth in strikeouts versus 2023 with 220 Ks on the season and 210 innings pitched, uh, which is surprising because he didn't get to the Phillies a ton, only the three Ks uh, this year. And I know his line tonight is something we're going to get into in best bets in a little bit, Uh, but it is Bryce Harper's birthday. Uh, RIP Suzanne Summers yesterday. So maybe it's a Nick Castellanos day. I'm just saying Uh, this. uh, It's a thing. Um, uh, But the birthday boy, it's a big one for him tonight. Um, You know, look, I'm expecting the top of the order to carry us again. And 
Uh, part of that we'll get to in a minute is our leadoff hitter. I, I, I really think he's got to step up. Uh, Trey Turner's been phenomenal. Uh, you know, Bryce Harper is Bryce Harper. Uh, I wonder, we, we haven't seen the lineup yet. I would imagine it's coming out soon. I wonder if Topper is going to tinker with the cleanup hitter spot at all or if he just sticks with Alec Bohm. Uh, and, and the way he had it. So uh, if that breaks before we get out of here, we'll certainly share it with you. But that's something I'm going to be keeping an eye on when the lineup comes out here. Well, we've got a lot to unpack there, Jamie. Uh, one is we do have the lineup. I'll share that in a moment. But oh, yeah. also okay. in the for the Diamondbacks, I think something else that worries me a little bit is their first four games were on the road of the postseason and they outscored their opponents 26 to nine in those games. None of those games are at Citizens Bank Park, though. So, you know, I think a lot of people all everybody knows coming in how loud it's going to be. They talk about it. But as we all know, it's different when you are actually in Citizens Bank Park and playing in it and you've got fans heckling you and everything like that. So, you know, everybody talks the same talk of we know it's going to be a lot and we're ready for it, but you're not ready. You're not ready until you're there. You know, you know, you can't really prepare. I know somebody was talking about weren't the Diamondbacks, the team that was pumping fake audio into their yeah during their, their simulated game yeah exactly so i mean like yeah we get we get it you can do all the simulated games and fake audio and everything but there's nothing like having a packed house of you know everybody in their phillies gear completely yelling every anything and everything possible um but also for the lineup it is it is the same as before no changes um so still gonna have Schwarber, turner harper bohm stott romo muto Casty, Marsh, Rojas okay. in that order. So, um, yeah, like, you, you know, know, we wondered I guess if there'd be a change. It's a confidence boost to Bone says, you know, we know you're going to come around. Whatever, we'll keep you there. Uh, so let's get to our players to watch for uh, tonight. The series, just kind of in general, all three of us, Tyler, uh, behind the camera has his. Uh, but I'll start it off, and then we'll go to Renee. <laughs> My player to watch, I just mentioned him a minute ago. I don't think the Phillies, um, I don't want to say can't survive, uh, but you don't want to get another poor performance out of Kyle Schwarber. Um, I really think he has to uh, get to him. Um, and, and that doesn't have to be a home run. Obviously, a home run to lead off the game would be phenomenal. Uh, but you do want that pressure on the Bates pass, whether it's a single, a walk, whatever. Uh, I think Kyle Schwarber has to come up big for you this series. Uh, here he is in 2023 versus Gallon, uh, one for seven on the year. Does that one hit? Shockingly, 40% of his hits are home runs. Was a home run, three RBIs, three Ks. Uh, 2023, um, six games, four for 25, 10 Ks, one RBI. Uh, the first pitch at bat uh, on the year. Uh, he has 27 hits with a 458 average. So maybe that's something like you saw versus Spencer Strider. He comes out aggressive first pitch tonight. Uh, Zach Allen, uh, and I, Tyler, is that first pitch as well, has given up 18 hits on the year, five of those home runs with an 8-10 ERA. Uh, so very astute observation by Tyler there pointing that out. It looks like something that could be uh, Spencer Strider all over again. Uh, and majority of Kyle Schwarber's home runs, 32 of 47. Not shockingly off of right-handed pitchers, which Zach Gallen is. So Schwarber's mine. I think he needs to... I think he's due, and I think you just need your leadoff hitter to contribute a little bit more um, for consistency's sake. Renee, who's yours? Yeah, well, Mr. Krabs, you were talking about my guy. It is Alec Bohm. Um, you know, I, as we talked about Kyle Schwarber needing to uh, 
have a sure bomb. So does Alec Boehm. Definitely need some boomers. Um, now, against Zach Allen, 0-5. And, and overall, in, in just the six games of this postseason, not good performance. Now, decent against the Marlins was ba- a batting average of 25% against the Marlins. But against the Braves, really hit a wall. And four for 21 in the total of the six games between the two series. Has had six strikeouts, four walks. And since September 1st, 30 of 127. And uh, against Arizona overall, nine for 26 in his career, which is 346 average. But I, I think even bigger than some of these numbers, what I what is huge to me is seeing the body language that's coming from Alec Bohm. Zero hits game one and game four against the Braves. Did have a pair of hits between the two games, one each, game two, game three. But in that fourth game, it was Alec Bohm that we really saw struggling the most. The helmet slam, you know, yeah. you know, just he's the frustration. Going he, he's going through it. And I know we talked about on the post-game show, should we, you know, if, if you're topper, are you making an adjustment in the batting order? Obviously did not, decided to keep Bohm in that spot. But I think this series has to be huge for Kyle Schwarber and for Alec Bohm to both find a way to get to, to get a home yeah. run, to get an RBI, to get something. I mean, for Bohm in general to have no home runs, two RBIs, one did come against the Braves in that 5-4 loss, but hasn't been consistently producing and has been honestly a, a guy across the batting order where there's been a drop-off, yeah. where there's been opportunities, one or two you know, runners in scoring position, and Bohm can't get a hit. So I would love to see uh, Bohm definitely have a better performance in this series. I know Mint Diggity, you're saying Strider's tough on Bohm after Harp. Yeah, I get it. New day, new series. So I'm hoping that Bohm has been able to have that short-term memory, put it behind him, and be ready today, starting today, to get back to what we see from Alec Bohm. Want to see the locks flowing, him running around the base, him having, you know, smiles and and doing good things versus the helmet slams and the frustration heading into the dugout. Before we get to Tyler's, Tyler, can you scroll up a little bit? There was a... I think there was a nerdy baseball stat that would make even you blush. Uh, <laughs> hypothetical man. One interesting note yes. about Gallon: Third percentile in average uh, exit velo. And as we know, the Phillies are slutty himbos that love those uh, velo. You love himbos. <clears throat> yeah, they are. Um, Hit they, that John. So, you know, that's, <laughs> a, that's an interesting point. Tyler, who's your player to watch here? Uh, since you can't really speak, I will read it for you. Uh, Ranger Suarez, uh, which is a great one because this is where the Phillies have a distinct advantage uh, in the starting rotation. The Diamondbacks are top heavy. They're really good with Merrill Kelly uh, and Zach Gallen, uh, but there's a, a big drop off at three and four there. So Ranger Suarez, uh, two starts this year in the playoffs. He's one and oh, eight and two thirds innings pitch, six Ks, four hits. Only one walk. He's been phenomenal. His career in the postseason, seven appearances, five starts, 3-0, 23 innings pitch, 19 Ks, 13 hits, seven walks. He struggled a bit in his career versus the Diamondbacks with a 270, 365, 432, 11 walks, 8 RBI split versus them. Uh, and he's much better on the road in 2023 with a 2.75 uh, ERA on the road. So that's a very good one from Tyler. I saw somebody in the chat ask about gallon stuff. Uh, here's how it breaks down. He can throw up to six pitches. 
Uh, but almost 50% of the time, you're going to be getting his four-seam fastball. His next most go-to pitch is a low and typically – uh, in a low curveball, and he throws that about 22% of the time. He does have a changeup, which he'll throw at about a 14% of the time click. He's got a little bit of a cutter, which he'll throw 10%, a little bit of a slider, which he doesn't throw very often at 3%, and a sinker that he'll throw on extremely rare situations. Uh, so he does have up to six pitches, uh, but you're going to see the four of them, the cutter, the changeup, the curve, and the four-seamer uh, the majority of the time. So uh, that could suit the Phillies well there uh, with 50% fastballs if they're getting around on them tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's kind of your Zach Gallen breakdown. We'll have a um, Merrill Kelly breakdown for you tomorrow for sure and what he likes to throw. Uh, let's get to our best bets tonight. Uh, and of course, the best bets, uh, you know, I always use DraftKings Sportsbook. Before we get to those, I'll just tell you about DraftKings real quick. What's that? Oh, that's right. That's just for post game. Well, I don't have to do the read, uh, but I will tell you to go to DraftKings anyway to place your bets for the game tonight using code PHLY. Uh, so, our best bets, let's just get right to it then since we don't have to do it. Uh, I am going to start with Bryce Harper just to have one RBI. It's at plus 190, so it's an over a half run RBI. Uh, So I like Bryce to get on the board on his birthday with an RBI tonight. I thought that was good value at plus 190. And then I'm also going to take Zach Wheeler over six and a half Ks. It's minus 110 to get those seven Ks, Uh, but uh, Wheeler's been dealing ton of strikeouts already uh, for him in his in his appearances. So I think that train keeps rolling. Um, and those are my two. Renee, what are yours? Well, now I'm wishing I had picked something that if there needs to be like a money line or something on babies because there's a baby boom happening with the Phillies. I know somebody commented about it in the chat with Wheeler. Himbos. But yeah, yeah. these himbos have been pretty busy. Yeah, they uh, hey, when your team's winning games, I feel like that's when you often see babies come after like World Series runs and things like that. And, yeah, now mm-hmm. Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola are one and two. Locked in to have babies coming soon. Um, of course, Bryson Stotts expecting as well. So it's a baby boom for the Phillies. Um, so I honestly just feel like today is going to be a great day. I'm, I'm encouraged. I'm excited. And so I'm going to go starting with Zach Gallen on the under five and a half strikeouts, which is minus 141. I, I definitely feel like Zach Gallen is it's gonna be it's gonna be a pitching duel for sure, but I don't see Zach Gallen getting over five and a half. Not Good. Sure. I, I, and I'm hoping that because it also leads perfectly into my parlay. I'm gonna take a risk here. Now I don't think this is a big parlay risk though, to be honest. The parlay I'm choosing is that the Phillies are gonna have over three and a half runs and they're gonna win for plus 110, which is not anything to, in my opinion, that is going to be, um, you know, I think it directly connects with if Zach is under five and a half strikeouts. Plus I, I already have the prediction for the Phillies winning. I know we didn't get into our predictions officially yet, but to me, it all, it all makes sense. You can't, you're going to have a great performance at bats. You're going to win the game. And so you're going to be hitting on all your bets. If you play the parlay and the under. Yeah, there you go. And Tyler, uh, his best bets for tonight a no run first inning, which you have to lay minus 135 to get. Uh, but smart bet, I think, with Gallon and Wheeler on the mound. Yeah. There's a good chance this is a pitcher's duel tonight. Uh, Kettle Marte hits 
plus runs, plus RBIs. Mm-hmm. So the three of those have to t- total two. So it's over one and a half. Uh, that's a little bit of plus money at plus 105 there. Kittle Marte's a pain in the ass. Uh, he might be a guy after Mod the series B. that maybe catches people by surprise a little bit. Like you, you kind of expect Corbin Carroll, Tommy Fan, we've seen before as Phillies fans a ton. Uh, and Christian Walker uh, from Norristown is their masher. Uh, but Kettle Marte is that guy that's just kind of a pain in the ass. So um, I hate to say it, but two of those for him between hits, runs, and RBIs is it's probably a solid bet. It would be ideal like if he it. had none. Um, but the no-run first inning is a is a good one by Tyler. Yeah, hypothetical right. man agrees too. Bold and you love it. Oh, they I like agree. that. Yeah, I mean, it looked, they like that, Tyler. Yeah, Tyler's <laughs> getting some love in the chat tonight. Let's see. We'll check back on him <laughs> after the game and see if he actually wins. Because um, yeah, <laughs> uh, let's get to our game predictions as we wrap up. Uh, today, an NLCS game one day. Uh, I'll kick it off here. Um, I think this is a pitcher's duel. I don't think it's going to be easy. Uh, I'm probably going to have to drink a couple beers to calm my nerves. Um, I think this is going to be a Zach Gallen, Zach Wheeler, six inning kind of slugfest a little bit. I just hope the Phillies can get I'll, um, I'm, I'm trying to be realistic with Zach Wheeler. I think they just need to get the three runs and I think they're going to have a really good chance of winning this game. Obviously I'd love for them to go out and mash tonight and just end gallons night early. Uh, but I have the Phillies winning three to two. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be nerve wracking and uh, pitchers duels are always the worst form of torture in a good way. Like, I, I do like them, but they're torturous. Yeah, I get that, actually. Yeah. It's, like, weird to it. Yeah. Yeah, like, you don't like it, but you like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I don't like pitchers so. duels. I like games that are a little bit more wide open. Bust that thing wide open. Oh, and Martian Lynch <laughs> in the chat. We are going to be live uh, watching yes. the game out tonight in our main studio. Uh, so if you want to see us suffer... If it is a pitcher's duel, uh, me chewing my my fingers over in the corner. Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. we will get that out live tonight. Yeah, yeah. For those that tuned in last time, are bringing back the watch party. It should be fun, and we also have to give away our tickets uh, for game two. We'll do that after we finish our predictions. Now, I do want to say my prediction, even. As of late, I feel like I'm on a streak. Even about the show today, Jamie was predicting that our show was going to run about 30 minutes. So was Tyler. They were really stuck on 30 minutes. If you look at your clock right now, we started at 4.30. It is currently 5.11 Eastern time. I predicted what time, Jamie? How long did I say we were going to go for? You said probably 45 minutes. I said we were going to go about 45 minutes. Um, We're at 41. So we're closing in on that 45. So if anybody's predictions are worth playing right now, it's it's me. You know, I'm uh, you know I'm, yeah, I'm not going to toot my own horn or anything. I was a little going to toot my own horn here, but uh, my prediction, I'm hoping for the score of tonight's game is also correct because it's also opposite of what you and Tyler have predicted. Once again, we're always on different sides. I'm noticing, guys. So you guys are predicting. Um, well, you're predicting Jamie a closer game. We didn't get to Tyler's yet. I am predicting a nice eight to four. Phillies victory. I am singing, Mickey. I am singing and talking about scores and talking about lots of runs. Now, I do think this has the making of a pitching duel, but I feel like it's going to happen early in the game. And I randomly was like laying down and had this whole vision of how this entire series is going to go. And I'm just going to lay it out there because I want to make sure it's known in case I'm correct. So Phillies win today 8-4. That'd be awesome. I would Phillies love Phillies win runs. again tomorrow. 
drop game three, win game four, drop game five, win game six to close out in six. Mm. So I, that's my prediction. I was literally laying in and you talked Tyler's about like Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo spoke to me. Yeah. Scooby-Doo was exactly speaking to me. And I absolutely think that today it's going to be a nice 8-4. We're going to see lots of runs. These are two high-scoring teams, but also they number one and two in postseason for stolen bases. Like we're, we're going to see a lot of aggression, a lot of filthy plays, and I'm just predicting a nice, fun 8-4 yeah. victory. All right. 8-4 uh, would be fine with me because that means the Phillies are matching a little bit. Tyler has, uh, similar to me, 4-3 uh, to three kind of pitcher's duel, I think. Uh, maybe two aren't two two going into the seventh and and who can get to bullpens here um so kind of we see it the same way we'll see who's right uh, i would much prefer them just to hit the ever-living shit out of zach gallon and make them uh regret coming back to philadelphia uh what are we laughing at here <laughs> um you guys are calling talk marshall oh, lynch this. jaime lindor is what i'm thinking that as uh the the Avatar of, of Jamie is more of like a Jaime Lindor, not Jamie Lynch. It's definitely giving Spanish Jamie. That's what I'm feeling, spicy. And I get real spicy, spicy when sure. the Phillies are winning but baseball I, games. I think it is time for the Diamondbacks to get hit in the mouth a little bit. Yeah, you know, nice. we We saw that game, too, for the Phillies against the Braves, that wake-up call, that reality check, and being undefeated in the first two series – it's definitely time for someone to, to knock them back a, a bit. And I think that happens today. Now, regardless of what our scores, um, which of our scores plans out, either way, it's definitely a, game one's going to the Phillies. Yeah. But game two can be going tickets-wise to you. We actually had our PHLY Phillies ticket giveaway again. Thanks, everybody who, who participated. I love, love, love seeing. And, Jamie, I know we're always commenting on people's responses and stuff. Yeah, it's People awesome. dropping the pictures. They're sharing which family member they would take or friend or, you know, all these great moments. And it's just so nice to be able to see you guys, um, you know, sharing in the excitement with us. And I literally said this every time. Totally wish we can give all of you guys tickets. But it's two people are going to be not only going to the game tomorrow night, but you'll be able to join the two of us. And Jamie might mm. not have a boa on that's a fanatic boa, but he will have on some Phillies gear. I don't know what you'll Definitely. be rocking tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. I um, Ryan Howard yeah. jersey's been good luck lately. Oh. I was going to say, you don't have... Yeah, I have the overalls, yeah. You don't have your game two outfit picked out yet? Am I the only <laughs> one that like picked out? Uh, speaking of outfits, my wife wants to know where you got that jacket. Um, oh! So thank uh, you. She, she noticed that one. Thank uh, you. No, this might surprise you, Renee. Um, I do not have my game two outfit <laughs> picked out. Uh, my Ryan I Howard jersey is hanging right over there on my chair. There's probably a good chance I just put that Such on. Such a difference of this side of the table versus that side yeah. of the table. Because I literally had this picked out of like, I'm going to wear my, it's from Foco, by the way. Nice. Are you, Addy? Um, it's got a nice zipper here for anybody that likes secret pockets like I oh, do. Yeah. It's got a... Huge secret pocket from Foco. I actually got an Eagles one also, which is very sweet, too. It's, right. it's the green and Foco black. Foco is Foco, uh, yeah. supplying Philadelphia during the <laughs> red October. Um, well, I do have – I, I kind of have my plan to wear the overalls tomorrow. Okay. Again, I feel like every time we go down there in person, I like the overalls. They're nice and warm and practical. They are warm, and they have pockets. And A most women's pockets. clothes – like, this one has one pocket. My pants have no pockets. With those, as we know, you can fit a lot in those pockets. Yeah. So and I got it's my great friendship bracelets on too from I Foco. I have mine too. Mm. Well, mine are from our winners, oh, yeah. Nat and uh, 
Brendan when they gave us friendship. Yeah, that was so awesome. let's see who's my daughter took over time. that one. Oh, <laughs> they, they are very nice. All right, so we have a lot of entries in our uh, wheel spinner. Look at that. Look oh at the graphics goodness. on us. Wow. Chris and Tyler putting it together beautifully. Uh, so all the names that were entered that followed the instructions are in this wheel. I believe there's one. A 171. All right. Um, and I, that's what you were about to say. I read your mind. Would you like to do the honors of spinning the wheel, Renee? I feel like it should be like the, what was the game? The Price is Right? Or you, you pulled the thing. <laughs> like the wheel? Like the giant yeah. wheel? Yeah, that was. A, I'm pulling the fake wheel. That was the showcase showdown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm on it. So you, all you have to do, your wheel pull is say, <laughs> since they can't, oh, they can see you in the bottom left. Yeah, there we are. We're still there. All right, so give Tyler a wheel pull and he'll do the spin. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. Tyler, Ooh. now my eyes suck. 171 names and it all comes down to this. Who won? Oh, wow. Sean, 214, <laughs> 24928. Um, congratulations. You're going to the NLCS Game 2, courtesy of the PHLY Phillies podcast. You're going to sit with Renee and I. Um, so uh, look forward to meeting you. We'll, we'll be in touch uh, with how to e we'll email you your tickets, obviously. Uh, but congratulations. You're going to the NLCS Game 2. Uh, so wow. congratulations there. We'll have a lot of fun. Yes, we will. Wow. And, um, you know, it's it's great. I don't know what Sean posted about who they are taking with them, but I'm excited to see you guys down at the ballpark. And it's great that you guys have had chances to be able to participate in these giveaways. <laughs> Dave is saying fake name. Um no, no. It's a lot we, of numbers it in is there, a Sean. Lot. It looks like a phone number. We'll talk actually. tomorrow at the game about cleaning up that handle. Ooh, hopefully, right? it's not a bot. Wouldn't that be unfortunate? But well, either way, uh, we'll be there, and we'll. Real picture. That was Jalen Hurts. That was Jalen Hurts. Oh, we're All going right. to the game with Jalen. Oh, oh cool. my other boyfriend. <laughs> um, so, yeah, congratulations to Sean for winning, and congratulations to all of you for participating and being able to join our show today. And yeah, and hopefully this is something we can keep going for a couple more yeah. weeks. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, so we are going to do a live stream viewing uh, of us tonight. If you're sick and want to watch us suffer or cheer, uh, you can uh, definitely tune into that. We'll tweet out the link. Uh, we'll share it in our Discord. If you want to get an Attaboy Harper shirt, uh, they yes. are on our website. I ordered mine yesterday, so I'm hoping it's here uh, this at the end of this week. Uh, it's a really great shirt. You can check that out at allphly.com in our locker room. Uh, it's a big one tonight. <sighs> Zach Wheeler, go be Zach Wheeler. Don't let us down. Uh, offense, I fully anticipate somebody will step up. Uh, and get the job done. The Phillies are the superior team in every single way. Um, go prove it. Yeah, it, it is time. It is time. Um, listen, we've been waiting. It feels like we've been waiting for 84 years. I know. But is it 807 yet? Jeez. <laughs> Goodness. We're finally getting closer. We're just under three hours away from the start of the Ooh. game. Guys, bring whatever you're rocking today. You know, tag us in the pictures of your outfits. We'd love to see those too. Um, and we're also excited to see you guys in person tomorrow. So the watch party tonight, post-game show after that, and then uh, we'll be chatting and having more fun. It's, it'll be after dark. PHOI Phillies after dark, sadly. Yeah. Right here. So Yeah, Woo! and hopefully Let's Phillies fans, they get horny for playoff baseball. So hopefully everybody has a, a great night and we get to hang out with you and uh, celebrate 
and not uh, want to cry into a microphone live on the internet. Wheel that, up, baby. That would never be fun. So we will <laughs> see you live on our stream at game time if you want to watch along with us. Uh, everybody in the chat, we honestly love you from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you so much to everybody going through this ride with us. It's a blast. Go Phils. Big one tonight. We'll be back. Woo! After the game here on this platform, watch party during the game. We'll see you then. Wheels up. <laughs> 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 like the mayor.